Well, hello, everyone. It's April 2021. And we got another monthly five coming at you. We do. Because this is... The Yocast. The Yocast. And what we do is monthly fives every month because we're awesome like that. And this one will technically be coming out. We're recording in April, but it'll be coming out in May. Details. But that's okay. We're doing it when, when April is over. Minor details. Fully ended. All of our thoughts. So if you haven't noticed yet, although if you're listening to a monthly five, you probably are well in our listener view, you know. But we talk about Bible stuff and young adults and college students and everything that pertains to that. So how do they reach out to us? On the socials, the Yamcast or yamcastpod at gmail.com. Nailed it. We are killing it. No? Uh, No, we are killing it. I'm just looking at a text that I just got about, you know, there's just, there's different things. Maybe this will be what's on my heart. I don't know. Just how jumping straight to what's on my heart. Some of us, some of us like to do things differently at Uh, school. Yeah, and other people seem to have no rules ever. So it's just gotcha. Yeah, your your facial expressions were interesting enough that I I waited to pause to see if we needed to just stop recording altogether and then golly, but you pulled it together. No, it's put on your serious face. You know, another teacher and I were just talking about some of the things that we hear that happens because okay. we also have latchkey, so that happens sure. after we leave. And good time. She just texted me some of the things that she observed when she was leaving, and I was like, "Wow, we've really got to do something to get these things in gear." So, I like it. I like anyways, it. Anyways, that's real time, folks. Random, random aside. This is real life coming at you. So speaking of real life coming at you, we do these five questions. Yes. Once a month, mm-hmm. faithfully, every single month, forever. That's not entirely true. That's not. Entirely I just like being. I like it, making it sound like we're better than we are. So, Erica, what are you reading? Okay, so last month I yeah. talked about starting the book, My Dark Vanessa. Yes, you did. Couldn't pick it back up. <laughs> Wait, because of the podcast, or you just? No, because of because of the content. Oh, so it's about that's right. inappropriate relations. That's right. Teacher to student. Too much. And I was like. I just don't really know if I want to read that. There are times so, where I put things down because it's not edifying to my soul. Is yeah. that what I'm hearing from you? And it, and you know what? It could end up being redeeming in the end. Sure. Um, but I just don't really know if I want to spend my time doing that right now. So I think if there's a doubt, you just leave the book closed. I was like, you know what? I just don't really want to pick this up anymore. But a book I did read and finish is okay. called The Guest List by Lucy Foley. It's like a murder mystery. Yeah. Takes place... In um, a small remote island off of Ireland, a wedding is going to happen oh, fair there. Ireland. Yes, yes. Lovely. And it really only takes place over like two or three days, okay. and you get different perspectives. Um, and they all—I mean, this is, this is written on the back—that all of those perspectives that you get, they all have a motive for killing mm. this specific person. And then you actually find out what it is. And I was like, oh, that is not who I thought it was going to be. You know? Really? So it's, it was really good. I just wish a lot of times at the end of books, I don't know if anybody else feels the same way, where they build up so much and then the, the end is so short. And I just wish I had a little bit more uh, of how it all wraps up or how it all ends up coming together. Like a chapter with just a little bit more information so that you kind of maybe start to think maybe this is who done it and then the who done it. Well, no, like at the very end. So we already knew who done it. Okay. All, all that stuff is happening. And they did have an epilogue, so that gives you a little bit more, but it still is gotcha. just. I know that authors like to leave things to your imagination when yeah. they close books. 
I would like a little bit more direction as to where my imagination needs to go. You know? Oh, okay. I just want a little bit more closure, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, but it was really good. I enjoyed it. What are you reading? See, if I was writing an epilogue on a murder mystery, it'd be something like, and Susan is still dead. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> Here's what happened afterward. She still died. Uh, yeah. I bet you can guess what I'm reading. It's all good. We're good. This whole place is falling apart on us right now. Uh, I am reading uh, books for my doctoral work that I'm going to be working on while I'm on sabbatical. But that the, sounds fun. Yay. Uh, but the two that I want to talk about the most, I'm just starting, but I'll have them done by the end of the weekend, probably. Um, Jesus as priest and Jesus as temple. So that kind of reminds me of Hebrews. Sure. The Jesus as priest. I'm sure he's going to utilize that more often than not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But these are by Nick Perrin or Nicholas Perrin. Our, uh, he's the president at... Trinity International. See, that's how you make some money. You write a book, and then you like, like they they're there at your school, so you have to make them read it. Well, and he didn't. This is strictly mm, okay. This is for my final project. So you chose this. Yes. Oh, okay. Totally. Oh, okay. Now try to get in the pocket now, of. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, if I said I chose these, uh. Without the idea that maybe, just maybe, it'll go better for me in my doctorate if I had these two on my bibliography, mm. I'd be lying to you. Okay. Right? Okay. It's, I mean, yeah. Someone's going to be like, oh, you used Nick Perrin stuff for this, eh? I'm like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's what it. I was intending. No, but really what I'm, you know, I've talked about this a little bit. What I'm working on is uh, some of the ideas of divine counsel, spiritual beings, but then also our place in the presence of God and how that ultimately is what God is intending. And so how Christ was the ultimate human. And then we follow after that. So these two books, the the content that I'm already into is like, this is exactly what I needed to kind of put the rest of the pieces together. So I'm, I'm doing those two, but I've got like five other books on my desk that I'm finishing or working through, but they're boring. Mm -hmm. So I'll just talk about those two that are not that you enjoy, which is good. Well, they're all not boring to me, but they're boring. Oh, to yes, that's true. Like when I talk about that it, it's very valid. When I talk to another pastor on staff, and their eyes are like rolling back. I say, if it's head. boring to you, then it has to be like super boring to me. Yeah, and there's very few of those in my life, uh, but yeah, they're bad. Okay. So, anyway, what you watching? So, I I watched a couple of movies over the weekend. One of them was The Zookeeper's Wife, which. I have actually wanted to watch, but it's now on Netflix, and so okay. then I can watch it for free. How old is it? Uh, just a couple of years. It's okay. not super old. It was really good. It takes place in Poland during World War II, so they use their zoo to kind of mm. you know, smuggle Jews to different areas. And yeah, I think it was like 300-some. I don't know. They did quite a few. Mm. So... And yes, it's about the zookeeper's wife, but the husband is very active up until a point, and then he gets arrested. And so then it is just her trying to figure it out for a little spoiler. bit. Spoiler. I did just kind of spoil But it's also no, called The did, Wife. you didn't spoil so it. So when I was watching it, I was like, oh, if it's just the wife, then why is this husband still around? And so then that, that's what kind of happened. And then you were like, oh. That's what happens. So um, <laughs> I, I love learning about World War II. I find yeah. it fascinating. Um Especially people that push back against the Nazis. Yes. I'm a big fan of them. Yes. Yes. Um, so 
watched that, but then I also watched a new movie on Netflix called Stowaway. Did you watch this? We did. I really liked it. So it's a space movie. Very much reminded me of the show Away because right. they're going to Mars. I think the first yeah. trip, um, um, actual people going to Mars. And a stowaway is on board. Not giving <sighs> anything away there. And things don't quite go as planned. So that's basically. Also true. Yeah. Did you guys like it? We watched it because we liked Away so much. Yeah. I loved Away. And it's not coming it's, back, which is so sad. So I partly watched Away just to, like, get my Away fix. And then we both looked at each other and like, that was terrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was great until the last five minutes in our opinion. Yeah. And it wasn't because we didn't like the ending, nor was it because the ending didn't make a ton of sense. It was beautiful. It just felt abrupt. It was. I would agree with you. So I feel like the writers could have just sprinkled a little more. They could have put an epilogue. Right? They could have added a little bit to you know the what end. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I would agree with you on that one. When we first started watching it, Aaron's like, Is that Anna Kendrick? And I was like, Yeah it is and he's like, Um, I second on second thought, I don't know if I want to watch this movie. I'm like, oh, stop it. <laughs> Anyways. Then so. she broke into a troll song halfway through the movie. It was really I weird. think, actually, that's what he said. He's like, if she breaks into song, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. About Tostitos or something. Yeah. Yeah, right? So we also, or I also watched, I was told by my friend Casey to watch, that she said, she warned me, this is cheesy, but she was like, it's also kind of great. It's called A Week Away. It is a musical about it, well, not about, uh, where they takes place at a Christian camp. And if you've ever been to Christian camp for like a week, you mm-hmm. kind of just feel the nostalgia of it all. Right. It is very cheesy, but it's also quite enjoyable, especially for my age group, because yeah. I knew the songs that they were singing, totally. which was great, too. They brought up some of the oldies but goodies, if you will. So, so this will show how different you and I are. I got, someone sent me an ad for that. And they described it to me as, it's a mixture of High School Musical and Camp Rock, but from a Christian perspective, hard pass. <laughs> you wouldn't watch it with your kids? That was my, I don't, I highly doubt it. I probably <laughs> will have to cave during my sabbatical. But there's an element of, when it was described that way. Oh, well, it's very much that. I'm like, hard pass. I'm done. Now, mm-hmm. my kids have watched Camp Rock like too many times and High School Musical. I've never actually seen it. I know all the songs. But I was driving while, while my listening. kids watched it. So I don't have any clue what really happened. But I imagine all these hilarious scenes where Zac Efron's like throwing a basketball through the ceiling and then like exploding out into the space. And then they're like dancing around. My version of the movie is better than probably what it actually yeah, is. Yeah, your imagination is yeah. kind of wild. So Because I was driving. So what are you watching <laughs> then? Uh, I, I, I'm watching too many things. Uh, but I'm going to say two of them. Okay. Okay. Uh, Falcon, and Cap- Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay, I've heard. And that's on Disney, right? Dude, yeah. Disney Plus. Uh, If the MCU, the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, keeps going the direction it's going, uh, my head's going to explode. Mm. It's that good. So that one was really, really good. Uh, Phenomenal. I won't spoil anything, but there's a new cap, and then there's another new cap. Which, if you watched Avengers, like, you know there's going to have to be a new cap. Like he, oh, I know. Like, he is not alive anymore. <laughs> but it was funny how how hard people reacted to it after the first two episodes. Of course. And then by the end of it, it's like, whoa, that just went directions you didn't expect. Um, so that was good. The other one that I want to talk about really briefly is uh, Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, so the or movie. Godzilla versus Kong. Right? We went to the theater, my friend Ryan and I. Because you have, like, the AMC... 
yeah special thing yeah where you pay like a monthly and you yeah. can go to any as many movies as yeah. you want yeah and i'm going to do that a lot over sabbatical i can imagine there's a good chance like in the middle of the day i'm just going to say hi peace you taking a nap? Okay, cool. So, see ya. And I'm going to come back with like, man, I watched a terrible movie, but it was free. So. But it was free, yeah. yeah. I know that is nice. Yeah. So, uh, we Ryan and I went to this movie, and I want to say um, it was uh, everything we thought it was going to be, which means horrible. Okay. And also huge and crazy. <laughs> yeah, right. And everything you needed it to be. It was. So, it was just, I mean, it was what exactly City you spell. Monsters did inconceivable things. There was a twist in the end. Of course, there eleven. Is. Eleven from Stranger Things. Oh, was involved. Okay, she was also Maybe involved. I didn't in, know that she was involved in Godzilla too. So okay, her dad's like a her dad, the coach from uh, Friday Night Lights. Like for real, not Kyle, for real. Kyle dad. Chandler, the dad on the show. On the show. Okay, I was show. like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> You're like, I had no idea that <laughs> Kyle Chandler was Eleven's mom. Their dad. Yeah, no, no okay. none of this is true. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's it was uh, it was what we needed for the t- summer of 2021. We both walked out like that was terrible and exactly what we needed. But like we totally needed something like that. But I will say to make it somewhat theological, <laughs> the sad part is I walked out feeling hopeful that we have a giant monster attack so that we can all rally together as humanity and get along for once. Mm, you're hoping that that happens. And then I thought it's ironic that the largest things are what we're hoping for, but the smallest thing is what breaks us up. Mm. Wow. Profound. It was really, it was a deep moment. And wow. then, I, then I drove home. And then you're like, it's went, time to go. And went to bed. <laughs> so what are you learning these days? Uh, all kinds of stuff. Um, here's what I'm learning. And, and, and this is going to, I'm going to do a learning and then on the heart is going to be kind of like the opposite thing. Okay. Here's what I'm learning. I'm eager and uh, nervous about the idea of sabbatical. Mm. I have never not worked I've also never been in school uh, or ne- never not been in school since I was four years old. And all these things are kind of coming to an end. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, I'm both really excited about that and also a little terrified. Like so I'm learning that my, my emotional depth is deeper than I thought it was. Whoa. Yeah. Since I was told recently by multiple people that I'm emotionless and robotic. Uh, wow. Okay. It, yeah. It was helpful. It was really, it was good for me. Um <laughs> But then I'm like, I'm sitting here just thinking about this. And I'm like, wow, I'm on the precipice of a major move in life. And that's, it's interesting. Maybe I'm not as emotionless and robotic as I thought it was. So it's good. It's good for me. I'm growing. Wow. I'm, I'm becoming myself. Getting those feelings. Yeah. I'm shedding the Seeing skin. Seeing that you're complex. Yeah. I'm shedding the skin of a 38-year-old moving into 39, feeling much more wow. emotionally free and available to the world. <laughs> <laughs> what are you learning? So something that I am learning, and I, it's been over the process of being married and moving into a home, and is that my, my house, what it looks like, is a work in progress. Mm. I think with social media or even just with people that you go to their homes and their homes look fantastic, it kind of makes you feel as though your house needs to be that, like picture perfect yeah. right when you move in. Like we don't have months to wait here. It needs to happen right away. And I'm here to tell you that that's not true. That does not need to be the case. It can be a work in progress, but also not every room needs to be like picture perfect ready for the gram either. <laughs> like how many people are actually going to see your basement or your laundry room, right? Like it is okay for them to simply be functional and mm-hmm. not have to have the color coordinated bins or the cute fancy labels. Right. Now, if that is truly what makes you happy, 
go for it. But if it's really just like stressing you out that it's not living up to expectations, then that's where you maybe need to just, you know, tone it back a little bit and kind of like let yourself off the hook. Yeah. Because I know for some people that that is what makes them happy is having all of those clear bins and whatnot. But for some, for a lot of us, I think we just feel like that's what we have to be doing. So when it's not matching up to that, that's what actually makes us stressed out. And we just need to let ourselves go a little bit. Because I've struggled with this a little bit too. Like there's still areas that I would like to buy furniture for. Um, there's areas that are not quite what I envision them being. Like I have these ideas. Um, but I also don't want to settle for just right now. Like I don't want to buy something just to put in that space for just right now and then have to purchase something again in the future. Like I'm willing to wait to get exactly what I want. And so that spot just might be bare for now. And I'm just going to wait so that I can actually hmm. get the thing that I really want. And then I end up finding it and I'm like, that's it. And then can actually have the money to buy it and not have to buy something twice, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm learning right now and that it's okay for my house to not be completely picture perfect put together right now. It can be a work in progress and that's okay. That is an especially helpful message to young adults. Mm. So that's really good. I like that a lot. Yeah. What are you listening to? So I have not listened to this yet. Then you can't use it. But I'm very excited to listen to this. I read what this is and I don't know. If I I, you're, you're not going to care. But <laughs> see, and I don't really listen to a ton of things, right. to be honest. Right? Like I used to be super into podcasts and I kind of just ebb and flow with a lot of those mm -hmm. things. And even just with music, I just don't, I don't know. I just feel like I'm not really turning stuff on as much as I used to. But. I found out about this new podcast that I am very excited for. Yay. It has Scott Patterson in it, who is Luke Danes from Gilmore Girls. And he's doing a p podcast where he is going to recap all of the episodes. What I find to be crazy is he has only ever watched the pilot. <laughs> and he has only ever watched, I think he said, he said the movies, but I think it's the miniseries that was on Netflix, which were, I think, each like an hour and a half. So technically, yeah, they were like little movies. So I was very shocked to hear that. So it'll be really interesting to hear him talk about something. I mean, there were already seven seasons, and this happened 20-plus years ago, I think. I'm going to say 20-plus because <laughs> I think that's right. We, she, Heidi watched it while she was pregnant with Eden. So it's, it's, and there was many seasons in there. Right? So, yeah. yeah. I just feel like all the time I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened last year. And I'm like, oh, no, wait, that was in the 90s. you right. know. And I forget how much time right. has actually passed since the 90s. So... I'm yeah, I'm very excited to hear his kind of like fresh take on it, but also so many years later, which will be really interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm imagining there'll be like probably some special guests and things too, which is always fun. So if you like Gilmore Girls, it's called I Am All In and it starts on May third. So Man, I'm marketing my calendar right now. I know you are not, but maybe your your wife might be excited for it if she wanted something to listen to while she does whatever she, you know, cleaning. Paints. Yeah, paints. Furniture. Cleans. I should say, yeah, yeah. I know I like to listen to things usually while I clean, so. Yeah. No, but anyways, I'm totally. excited for that one. What are you listening to? Uh, I am really not listening to much at all. Yeah, I so feel the same way. what I'm going to say is on my way into work each day, I'm currently listening to the um, sports radio because the Bears are about to draft – who do you think – okay, so have they – did they get a quarterback yet? Well, they signed Andy Dalton. Yes, I couldn't remember which one. I knew there were – I have, knew there were quite a few. They that still they were have Nick Foles. 
And then the rumor is they're going to draft a quarterback. Because they had Nick Foles last year, didn't they? And they kind of went back and forth between him and Trubisky. And Trubisky's done now? Yep. Gone? Well, he's at the Buffalo Bills. Oh, okay. But I'm listening to Sports Talk Radio mostly because I love listening to people freak out. And nothing makes Chicago freak out more than the Bears. It's actually so Everybody true. hates the Bears, but yet loves but the like Bears. But loves like loves to hate what their decisions. And I don't really decisions. care about the Bears that much, but it's really fun to listen to everyone freak out about the Bears. So that's pretty much what I'm listening to. Um, I mean, that is interesting. I, yeah, I always find it funny when they really hope for this next quarterback to be it, and still it's not quite it. So. Correct. Which, I mean, I imagine, as a Packer fan, that we will go into that phase at some point. I've just been spoiled. I don't think so. That we have had two great quarterbacks back-to-back for numerous years, which is not common. That's not a common thing. No. So... All you Packer fans, be blessed in this moment that, like, that is not, yeah, not a common thing. So No, y'all are lucky. And I lucky. don't know. I mean, I heard that Andrew Love potentially, or not Andrew, Jordan Love potentially might be leaving. I don't know if that's a real thing. They said rumors. Who knows? So I don't know who our, like, rising star would be underneath Aaron Rodgers because all of our other backups have been... Not so not, good. Not great. Granted, they usually are thrown in for like half a game. Yeah, you have Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Which is you, really hard. complaining about? I know. I'm sorry. I should read through the 25 Bears quarterbacks. <laughs> I know. It's so funny when you see like. No, it's not funny. T- <laughs> I don't care about them because they suck so much that there's no point in really talking about them. They haven't it. always sucked though. So there's hope, right? The, just like the Cubs. There's Cur- hope. Correct. There's always hope. But 85. The, Cub- the Cubs took. That was took, the last time. Cubs took 100 years. No. I guess in the. 90s, early 2000s, they had a run? I don't know. Anyways. So that's what I'm listening to. Sports radio and hearing them bicker. So, Chris, you said that your what's on your heart was going to be a little opposite, if you will, of what you were learning. So what? Yeah. And that had to do with your feelings. So what is this one going to, what does your on your heart have to do with? What's on my heart is I'm emotionally stunted. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) That would be the exact opposite. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I think uh, one of the things that I'm I'm processing, which is, is on my heart, is I don't know what's next for me. And that's a really weird place to be. And what I mean by that is I was or, you know, I finished my ordination council last week. So all intents and purposes seems to suggest that I'm going to, by the time I come back from sabbatical, I'll have my ordination paper like on my desk, so to speak. And then I'm nearing the end of my doctorate. I have no hills to climb. Like there's. Well, you have no hills that you've started. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. Like imagine in your life having a bunch of goals. Mm -hmm. You still have goals, though. You want to write a book. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like being overly dramatic. No, here. but I'm just re- saying. Because remember, I'm emotionally stunted. <laughs> However, there's a part of me though that I'm, and I and I mean this in like a really excited way. I'm looking forward to sabbatical, being some time with the Lord, and just mm-hmm. letting Him start to guide that next thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, coming back to your Stephen Curtis Chapman, you know, like saddle up those saddle horses. Saddle up those horses. Let's go, God. We got a trail to blaze. So I'm I'm eager. Uh, just to see what God is going to lay on my heart and what is next. So, I, you know, when I say I'm not sure what's next, I, I know people are thinking, like, 
Are you leaving? What does that what mean? Go- yeah. You know, I've had multiple people ask me in the last week, like, when you get your doctor, are you out of here? No, I came to Park Hills to stay at Park Hills for a very long mm-hmm. time. I'm not even close to done with what I want to do here. Uh, I, I work with all of my best friends. Like, I, this is the craziest experience I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Even when other people have come to me with a job offer or something, I, I can't get this there. There's just no, there's, so there's no yearning for me to go anywhere else. That's a crazy feeling and mm-hmm. I love it. I love that I'm there and I want to see this church family grow and, and be guided. And if I have a piece of that, that's awesome. I just don't know what the next hill is. And that's not as scary to me as I maybe am letting on, but it is a weird feeling. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. And because these things have been building for a long time, so... Or the hill is, you know, you've been climbing this hill for a long time. So it also is a weird yeah. feeling to have them over. And then you're like, what do I do with that time? Well, I graduated I high spent? school knowing I wanted to, like, the Lord had called me into ministry. So I think in, in one sense of that, I knew I wanted to be a part of a denomination. I wanted to be ordained in that denomination. Mm-hmm. And the other part of me was I knew I wanted to finish my doctorate. And as an 18-year-old, my perception was that's so far away. Yeah. And so the closest thing to a midlife crisis I might experience is I don't know what's next. It's happening now, yeah. But I do want to write a book, so maybe that maybe that is the next thing. Maybe it is something that God has laid out there that I can't even possibly imagine. All I know is I've got one hill to climb left in my life, and then I don't <laughs> that know. That's so weird. It's right, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I don't mean that in like a. I'm not in mourning about it. It's just a strange feeling. I've been well, in guess, school yeah. since I was four years old. It's. One more hill to climb that you've envisioned, I guess. Like, yeah. And now, and I believe you're going God, into this three months with like, God maybe putting some more hills. Yeah. That are going to develop over these next three months. And be I believe crazy. God gave me these hills. I mean, these weren't just mm-hmm. things that I just came up with on my own. But even that, I'm like, all right, God, you're going to redesign the next phase of us. What does that look like? You know, like so. So I'm pretty excited about it, but it's a weird, it's just a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that would be a good thing to share on my heart as I'm, you know, when we get done with recording today, I'm on sabbatical for three months. Which is crazy. We've recorded a bunch of podcasts ahead of time, so no one's going to miss any yam cast, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. But it's a weird feeling. And I, yeah. I'm i also embracing the idea, and I would covet anybody who's listening to this, their prayers just to like really process, wow, I'm praying with Chris, this is, this is cool, but it's a thing. Yeah. So how about you? What's on your heart? So what's very interesting is being the Enneagram 4 that I am and in my feels a lot of the time, feeling like there should be things on my heart all of the time. I don't have a ton of things. I mean, not that there aren't things that are touching my heart or whatnot, but I really don't have anything massively pressing that is on my heart. Now, hearing you talk about, you know, you don't know what's next, I was like, Amen, brother. Like, <laughs> I haven't, I've been not really knowing what's next for a long time. But, but I also, what's been kind of cool is to process, like, almost dream a little bit of, like, what could be next for, like, Aaron and I. And, yeah. and more so even, I mean, this is a few years down the road, but us, yeah. you know, maybe thinking of moving somewhere mm-hmm. distant and I don't know. So, because I like that idea of at least for a few years, like going somewhere farther away and living for a while and then maybe ended up coming back at some point. But but yeah, it's actually kind of crazy that 
the um, you say you are emotionally stinted. Well, I'm like the complete opposite of that where I'm, you know, I have emotions all of the time that are pressing all of the time. But I don't have a ton of things. I don't really have anything that's like pressing on my heart right now, hmm. which is kind of a nice feeling too, just to not feel that that depth, I guess. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's nice to just be more, I shouldn't say surfacy, but um, but yeah, kind of, which is kind of a nice feeling. So I really don't at this current moment have something pressing on my heart that's like, hmm. yeah, which is a weird feeling. Yeah. But also kind of nice. Sure. To just be living, you know? Yeah. For a little while. Because, I mean, tomorrow something might... And then there we go. Yeah. And I think that's life. Mm-hmm. Right? We go through these periods where we know what's coming next and then periods where we don't. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, folks. That's the April Monthly Five. Yeah. That's it. See you in August. Just kidding. <laughs> You'll see me in August. You'll still hear him but weekly. We'll, yeah. It's like we, we've like already we done. Left. We've already worked in the future. We really have. It's a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Yamcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Remember to check us out on all the socials like Instagram at the Yamcast. We love to hear back from you guys, so please leave us a comment or a review, and we might even send you guys a sticker. Also, if you have any questions that you'd like us to answer here on the podcast, you can email us at yamcastpod at gmail.com. That is yamcastpod at gmail.com. 